Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello there, this is Jordan again. And Daniel. And uh, this past week, Disneyland has announced a whole bunch of things that are coming slash returning to the experiences that you receive at the Disneyland Resort Hotels. It used to be, before COVID, that there was a whole bunch of unique offerings that the Disneyland Resort Hotels would offer to kind of help justify their really high price tags. And ever since COVID, most of those, if not all of them, have failed to return. But uh, they just announced the return of most of these and the addition of a few others. And so we want to just talk about what those are and kind of share our thoughts of what we feel about them, either things that are similar to what they used to have and that we've experienced before, or what our thoughts are comp- these new offerings compared to what they used to have, such as that. It's just to kind of help you get an idea of are these perks actually worth the added price? Because, I mean, I know that they always still advertise the hotels that Disneyland Resort advertise that they range from, what, 250 and up per night? Maybe. But that's... <laughs> On alternate Tuesdays in February, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they officially say they start at, but it's usually... usually like 300 uh, could be up to $1,000 a night. We've seen $1,000 a night. I mean, those are for when the hotels are booking, are booking up and not really available, but... Anyway, so these are what they use to justify their high price point, not just that they're three- and four-star hotels and that they're close to the parks. And they have Disney magic in They there. do have Disney <laughs> magic. I mean, I love staying at the resort hotels. I just wish they weren't always... It doesn't. It's it's much better than the, uh, the some of the good neighbor hotels where they just have one picture of Mickey somewhere. Like, <laughs> well, they're not Disney hotels. <laughs> I know. But anyway, so um, just to start things off, most of these that are new and have not started yet are going to be returning on the eighth of August, twenty twenty two. So they're not that far away. There's some of these that they actually have been kind of slowly adding over the past few months and then there's one that they haven't they we haven't even talked about this before and it's kind of brand new so something to think about but they we have no idea when that's going to be added so let's go ahead and get started the first one that i think i was most excited to see made a return to the list is early entry this is early park entry so the way that this is going to work is that if you're staying at a disneyland resort hotel uh, you are going to be able to get into either park, Disneyland or DCA, 30 minutes early and enjoy select attractions, dining, and shopping. And so it's just dependent on your valid park reservation that you need to already have. We have yet to find out what attractions will be open. Historically, when they used to be open for for Extra Magic Hour and Magic Morning, it was most of Tomorrowland and uh, pretty much all of Fantasyland, and that's all. It still was quite a bit, and we would usually shell out a l- bunch of Fantasyland rides, a lot of the dark rides, so that there's no wait for it, um, like there would be later in the day. Um, and then DCA, 
we don't know. That was always like a... Usually the big rides, but... That was always a... We, you never know exactly what was going to be open. They try to do the big rides, but... DCA is always a fun guessing game of what <laughs> What shall we open today? Should we do Incredicoaster? No, let's not do Incredicoaster today. Let's do that in four hours. <laughs> it, it's not... It, it's not very, lying. It's very bizarre. <laughs> but, um, we do miss the one hour before, and with the, I, with the tickets... Um, when you had the magic morning included in your um, in your particular ticket package that you that you bought, but this is this is still great that they're bringing it back. So, yeah, I mean, it is kind of a big letdown for people. If you're not familiar with what the magic morning was, it was anybody who anyone, not just people staying at resort Disney resort hotels. If you purchased a three-day ticket or longer, you got one magic morning, which would get you into Disneyland once early, an hour early. On the days that they did it. On the days they did it. But it was was open to any ticket holders as long as you spent enough money on the ticket. So I think that this is kind of sad for those people because it's not... It's kind of taking that experience away. You have to be, be staying at a resort hotel. But... I guess maybe that's one reason why they said 30 minutes instead maybe. of an hour. And it's both parks at the same time, which is good. They've never done that. Because if it is 30 minutes, yeah, if it is 30 minutes instead of an hour, but there's so many fewer people going to be in the park, I could still see how you could get a lot done in that 30 minutes. And hopefully there's not like this incredibly long line. There was never a really long line trying to get into DCA. No, Disneyland's was often bad. But, but that was mostly, I think, because of Magic Morning. Yeah, and what was also weird used to be that they would just let start letting you in around the time they that they advertise for that as opposed to like when it's just a regular opening day they'll let you in 30 minutes before it just so you're actually inside and not waiting in a line and do the rope drop but I don't, well I, they don't I, do rope drop for extra magic no, hours though yeah. then I think that's part the biggest reason why there was we've been there when they opened the gates for extra magic hours and the line wasn't horrible not at DCA Disneyland's wasn't it terrible wasn't it worst, wasn't great it was just some mix but sometimes they would just have you know eight or ten turnstiles even open but that's but well, I think that's all they needed. Yeah. We never waited more than like five minutes to get into DCA. Um, so I I think it's good that they're bringing it back. I'm glad that they're doing it. Hopefully the 30 minutes still feels like it's enough time for people to get some things done before they actually, before the park opens to everybody else. I think it should be okay. We'll see. It'll be, it's, it's great that it's back anyway. We'll find out which attractions will be open and let you know. Uh, one thing that the hotels have always advertised is their proximity and direct park access. This is their terminology for it. So they're referring to A, that the hotels are super close to the parks, and B, that you have really, really easy park access, sometimes directly. So like this is the fact that at the Grand Californian, there's a private entrance uh, right into DCA, into Grizzly Peak. And actually right now at the Paradise Pier Hotel, which will maybe be renamed the Pixar Pier Hotel, I don't know. But they have their own private entrance that brings you directly into Paradise Gardens Park. And then they also count, because if you're wondering what about the Disneyland Hotel, that doesn't have a direct access to the parks, they count the monorail for the Disneyland Hotel. That is the hotel 
that the monorail is closest to. Yes. It's not right next to it, but it's it's still really good. I mean, it used to be once upon a time, but yes. not since downtown Disney was built. But they do count that as it's really close access to the monorail, which will drop you off immediately into Tomorrowland. So, um, And it is exciting that they have the Paradise Pier entrance because not it's only for that hotel that which is quite tiny so. that part that hotel needed it i mean they used to have it then they got rid of it well a very long time ago <laughs> very, like in, very long in 2001 when the park first opened they had it one attraction but i the paradise pier hotel was always that was always one annoying thing about it is that they're like you're really close to the parks but then you stay there and you have to go behind the hotel and go in front of the Disneyland hotel and go all through downtown Disney to get to the parks. A lot of people I think still try to go through the grand Californian, but, but they there's, don't let you. there's security guards there that say, Nope, go away. Yeah. You can exit the parks through the grand Cal, yes, but you can't, park. you can't enter the parks through the grand Cal. So it is nice that they added that. Um, I, I can see why Disney counts the monorail for the Disneyland Hotel. It is kind of funny, though, because it's not like in the times that we've stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, I wouldn't necessarily say that we made it a point to take the monorail that often. No, it's it's fun to ride. We enjoy it. But it, we've done especially it a in, times. in the morning, it's and I doubt for the early entry, we'll see. But I doubt they'll have the monorail running that early. I don't know. They might. Maybe. Um, so that's their direct park access. Hotel activities is one thing that they advertise a lot. And they, I'm just having a difficult time trying to think if I would say that this is amazing. Something you would want to advertise. I don't know. Uh, I mean, at Disney vacation club hotels, especially Walt Disney world and, Stuff they have special things, but I mean, I mean they, they always have a. Don't they usually have a movie night? Still, they at, often have movies. They and, usually they try to have a movie night for families, like out in a lawn somewhere. Uh, and then I don't really know what other activities they're going to have planned. I'm sure they'll have a few ones, but they make it sound like you don't have to leave the hotel and you can have a ton of fun. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that's the case with these I mean, hotels. The pools. Yeah, but I don't think I don't know that that's what they're referring to because the in. They always t- kind of refer to see the front desk for today's schedule. Yeah, times like, guide or schedule. Or like, uh, not okay. really a very. I mean, they have like the early morning tours that will take you through the parks if you want to. Some of the hotels they offer that, but I don't know that I would yeah, say. Yeah, I, I doubt it's going to be an Aulani or <laughs> Vero Beach, uh, Vero Beach or Hilton Head type experience. But whatever, we'll see. But it's there. That's what they claim. This one, it works really well in Florida, but they have not worked out the bugs in California at all. They call it the direct-to-room service. This is where... The idea is that you can skip the front desk on your arrival, that you can check in to your hotel on the app, in the Disneyland app, and that if you have it set up, if your phone does, uh, you know, like, the keyless entry thing, then you can just... It will give you your room number when your room is ready and you don't have to go to the front desk at all. You just go straight to your room. In theory, this works great. Florida's at Walt Disney World, wonderful. Because there's magic bands. (laughs) Well, there's also the system's just not the same yet. Yeah. Like, we haven't used this, even though they've actually been offering this for a while in Disneyland, but we haven't been able to use it. Well, it's funny, too, because on our Walt Disney World trips, often 
I don't know if how it work, how it knows, but it, it'll. I guess it's GPS related. It knows that we're on our way when we used to do the Magical Express, and then it would say your room's not ready yet. Or then I don't think the that, second it would be ready. I don't think that was a GPS service. I think that was just it. We had to tell them when we were planning on arriving, oh, and yeah. so they knew when we were supposed to be arriving. So that Maybe. I don't think that was anything to do with GPS service. But um, the reason that I think that's not working in Disneyland is just because. Only the person who has the hotel reservation linked to their account, the one person who made the reservation, is the only one that can use the um, keyless entry through their phone. And our last trip, even though... So it was under my name, but and Jordan was on the uh, reservation, even with his uh, icon that he uses for his like My Disney Experience and all the Disney stuff, it still didn't let him log in. But it never Separately, does. So yeah, it's just not set up for it for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why they have a completely different system right now in California. So right now, only one person can access that room key on their app, and no one else can. But we have heard from multiple cast members that magic bands are coming. So I think hopefully when the magic bands are added, that they'll fix that kink in the system. And then the direct room access, if it works like it does in Florida, it's great. Um, it works wonderfully, especially if you're like us and you go to the hotels a lot and you don't need to ask the front desk, where's my room? <laughs> because The weird thing about Magic Bands, though, they were huge in Florida like five, four years ago, um, but they seem to be getting a little away from them, even though they're still selling them. They're, they're trying to perk up the, the phone, the keyless entry instead. So we'll see what happens if they're going to sell a ton of them or what's regardless though. I mean, you don't even need your magic band to do the direct room service. You really just need your phone. But my whole point is just that it right now doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so, and usually we'll do the online check-in and I can use just my phone, but we still go to the front desk to get physical keys. Because you have to. That's the only way they do it. So if it all gets fixed and they update that system, it's going to be great. It potentially could be awesome. We will see. Right now, it's meh. (laughs) Um, This one we have not used ourselves, but we have seen them. They're doing it right now in the hotels, this dining delivery. There is a selection of restaurants in downtown Disney that you can order online, and they will deliver your food directly to your hotel room if you're staying at a Disney resort hotel. Yep. I don't know why we haven't, but we usually just eat in the parks anyway, so... That's, I think, why we haven't. Yeah. But I think that's, I think that's a really Sounds good like a cool idea. idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, especially since it's not like they have to get in a car and go anywhere. Do they charge an extra fee? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't... We didn't even look at the menus. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you which exact restaurants do it. <laughs> or if it's the full menu or just... The way that it. they do it is when you go into the room, there's a QR code that you can scan. And then that will take you to where you can do this ordering and they will deliver to your room because that one has the list of all the restaurants that offer this. We never even scanned the code. It can be part of your huge long day of amazing hotel activities where you don't even go to the park. Yeah. <laughs> For you that just, hotel you day. You sit in your room all day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this one, I think it, it, this has worked better for us in Florida than it has in California. Their package delivery service. The whole idea is that if you've purchased a bunch of things, you know, you've got all your bags with you in the parks and you don't want to carry them around with you, 
that when you go to check out, you can instead tell them that I want to send this to my hotel room. So then you fill out a, a short form and for no additional fee, they will send it to your hotel. It will be there the next day. And then you just go down to the bell services desk and they have your package for you. We have done this. The main problem is just the fact that it, it does not come until the next day. And so if your trip is not particularly long, you actually don't have that long to enjoy this service. Yeah, it definitely works better in Disney World because we would do longer trips. But Another problem I have with it is that the same places, you can ask them and they can actually send your stuff to the front of the park. It's the newsstand at Disneyland. And I think it's probably guest services um, at DCA. And, and that's the same day. And it will be there the same day you pick it up as you leave. Yeah. I think that's super helpful. And I think that's much nicer. Um, there's also, uh, if you buy anything in Galaxy's Edge, you can pick it up at uh, the Droid Depot at the end of the day, too. So if you have a well, huge thing. Is it the Droid Depot? I thought it was the First Order Cargo. I thought it was the Droid Depot. I'm pretty sure it was the First Order Cargo. Yeah. First, Somewhere. Droid Depot will hold your droids. They have the <laughs> That's dro- what it was, the droids. They have the Droid Daycare. Droid Daycare. There, but the First Order Cargo holds everything else. Um, in relation to this, they also are saying that they are you're soon going to be able to, at select shopping locations in Disneyland, charge purchases to your room. Again, this is something that they've done in Florida. If you feel that that's convenient, yay, I don't know that we have done that in years. Yeah, I mean, I always put my credit card on the on the room, but I usually just pay later. I, I don't know. Some people may, might like it, especially if you have multiple family members and want, want to just let them charge. But be wary. Make sure you want to approve <laughs> that. <laughs> don't you give your kids in. your PIN number. <laughs> if you don't want them to have it. <laughs> be like those kids that... Um, that get on the news for ordering yes, 37 of, hamburgers <laughs> from their mom's phone. Or all of Amazon. <laughs> there you go. So just be careful who you give your pin to. This one is new. We don't really know much information about it yet, like how it will work or how many reservations are going to be set aside, but this is going to be called Preferred Dine Access. So if you are staying at one of the Disneyland Resort hotels you will have first dibs at making reservations at the table service restaurants in the resort hotels. So this would be like Goofy's Kitchen um, and the GCH Craftsman uh, Bar and the Napa Rose and Storytellers Cafe. And nowhere at Paradise Pier right now. Right now. Probably (laughs) later as they add more. There's no food there. Not yet, but again, (laughs) later. I'm on the fence about this. Because those reservations don't tend to disappear that quickly anyway, but it is kind of a perk that at least you can say, because I'm staying here, I get to be the first to decide if I want to eat there. I mean, Napa Rose is often hard to get, so... That's true, Napa Rose is. Could be a perk. So, we don't know when that's going to start. Hopefully soon. They just keep saying this year. I really hate they keep saying, this year you'll be able to do this. Like We're halfway through the year. How about you give us more details? December 31st at 11.52 p.m. Yay! (laughs) These are what are listed as the perks of staying at a Disneyland resort hotel. Please keep in mind, though, I what I always tell myself, you're paying for the Disney name. Yeah. That's really what you're paying for. I mean, in, so Paradise Pier is the cheapest. 
Disneyland Hotel the next, and then Grand Californian the most expensive. Although there are the suites in Disneyland Hotel, which we would love to stay in sometime. But yeah, they're. I mean, they're comparable to what you would pay at one of the very, very, very nice hotels on Harbor or on Catella, like very close. Well, yeah, like maybe the JW the Westin Marriott or, or the, the Westin. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, you, you will get a, a cheaper rate at a good neighbor hotel, but you don't get, uh, it's not as close. You don't get the early entry. Like there's, so you have to kind of weigh that, see what your budget is, whether you can afford it. We love the Disneyland hotels. They're amazing. Yeah. I don't really see this as these perks make it worthwhile. This is why we should stay here. I see it more as I already wanted to stay here, so I may as well just make it worth my while and take advantage of these perks that they're offering. Because if you're trying to say, oh, this will make it all worthwhile, it doesn't you'll probably never feel like that was worth it this is more added perks that if you are already deciding this is where i want to stay this is some added magic that you get to your trip and i know some of these were kind of like poo-pooing like this isn't that great (laughs) there there's just a lot that they offer this they're trying to add i think they're just trying to say quantity over quality (laughs) but one thing we've done in the past uh is do like two nights at one of the Disneyland hotels and then a a night or two at a good neighbor that does save money. So that's an option, but well, yeah, if you don't mind, um, if you don't mind changing hotels, which I don't really love doing, but just something to keep in mind with the Disneyland hotels. There's, there are perks, but kind of gauge whether you want to pay for those perks. Yeah. Um, and I guess this kind of can go straight into, talking about uh, getaway today again. Um, if you tr- book through a travel agent, such as getaway today, sometimes they can even get you deals at the Disney resort hotels. And also if you get a chance to talk with a travel agent, especially like getaway today, cause they've been through all these hotels, they can actually have a conversation with you and let you know whether this is going to work best for you and your family and your budget and help kind of guide you in your decisions. We love staying at these hotels. They're wonderful. I always notice a big difference when we're not staying there because it really is like my favorite thing is actually that you feel like you're staying inside the magic. You never feel like you've left Disney because you're, you're on Disney property the whole time. You don't have to deal with Harbor Boulevard and it just feels like it's all one world. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And there's certain channels on the TV, like the cartoon channels and stuff. So. Oh, those are some other things to mention. Of course, like you can, you can see like the fireworks yeah. and World of Color from most of the hotels as well. And they have the music on two. So the channels, one of them's fireworks, one of them's World of Color. So if you can see them, you can have your own little experience in your room. Yeah, it's those can be fun if you happen to be in the room at the time. And the Disneyland Hotel, the the headboards. If you've never stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, you've got to to see the headboards. <laughs> I would admonish him, but no, seriously. <laughs> so cute. We're going to have to have another podcast sometime where we just talk <laughs> about like the pros and cons of each of the hotels, and you will find why we love the Disneyland Hotel so much, even though we don't stay there hardly often at all. But anyway, this is what they've been talking about. This is the perks. This is what's coming up soon, and what a lot of the buzz has been about lately regarding the hotels. 
And the only thing we have left now to wonder is what exactly are they going to be doing to the Paradise Pier Hotel? Honestly, if they don't name it the Pixar Pier Hotel, I don't know what's up with them. Yeah, we'll see. Sometimes they do, they do stuff that doesn't make sense. Sometimes they do. It's kind of a, a flip of a coin. They're probably going to call it like the Pixar Hotel at Disneyland Resort. Trademark. And Casino. Yeah, Bob Chapek. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you just never know nowadays. Anyway, uh, if you guys ever have um, any questions, you reach out to us. Follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, at Disneyland Forever. Um, Instagram's always weird because there's a few letters missing. But you can find us. The number four. Yeah. There's four is in there. And uh, you'll be able to find us there. But reach out to us, ask questions, give us suggestions if you have any ideas that you want to hear our thoughts about or talk about um, on one of these podcasts. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Share it around. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to keep getting notifications when we have new, um, new podcasts published. And we will see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.